All right, it's Mickey here before we fully get into this interview slash podcast. I just want to say this is kind of an offshoot of the Three Horsemen podcast. You know, it's just me, Mickey, so it's going to be one horseman. We're going into Mickey's Clubhouse to uh, hang out with Kenzairo. Kenzairo is uh, one of my friends, so it kind of turns into a podcast in a little bit. So uh, it's not like a full interview, but, you know, I feel like uh, it's pretty good, and I hope you enjoy it. We kind of talk about how... Kizairo has been gone from like YouTube and such, so I don't know. I feel like this is pretty entertaining and fun. So, yeah, just uh, enjoy it. Okay, well here we go. We're in Mickey's clubhouse. First, uh, first time doing a sort of interview thing, so this gonna be interesting. We got Kenzairo here. How are you doing? Hello, everyone. I'm doing great. Well, I just kind of wanted to talk about like you know like what you're doing now. You know like what's up with that. So like, let's just get into it. What what you doing now, Ken? Right now, I'm like not doing much. Pandemic going on. I don't think many people are really working in my field. Yeah, things are rough. Uh, this year has been rough on everyone, and it's no different for me as well. Things have been slow sometimes. Sometimes it's been good, but most of the times it's been just really bad. And it, uh, for me, it's not just been this year. For the past couple of years, it's been rough. But yeah, I you know we have our community, we have our online stuff, and that's really fun. I've been spending my time playing Fall Guys. <laughs> you know, video games keeps things uh, interesting. Yeah, played with you like uh, maybe like what a month ago, like on stream. That was really fun. It was really nice that we yeah. got you your dub. <laughs> yeah, that was my first win on Fall Guys, and we get we got that on stream. Man, that was like a really wholesome moment too. I distinctly remember like <laughs> you going, that's awesome. I'm like, yes, yes it is. Maybe this is a trick to like uh, winning this one. I, no, did you win? Was it you? I don't know. I did it. Yes. Whoa. I missed yeah, the dive, but squad dub. Your we were so close. I, like, I shouldn't uh, have dived. My, my finger yeah. slipped. I should have just grabbed, but you got it though. Let's yeah. go. Dub two. <laughs> this is my first win in this game. You had to wow. get it. You had to get it, kid. I was like, I'm gonna dive. You got this, kid. <laughs> I'm gonna throw it. I'm throwing for you, buddy. And it oh, worked. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so I know that you like to travel a lot as well. So, like, I'm sure that's being affected, right? Oh, yeah. I haven't gone anywhere for so, so long. I think the last time I went anywhere was maybe one year ago or even earlier. It's It's been a long time, man. Uh, you know, travel is not going to happen until like 2021. So <laughs> I guess can't do anything about it. Just got to live with it. Does not sound that fun. But at least, you know, like yeah. you said, you've been gaming and stuff. So it's really good. Um, is there anything that you're like interested in like any any upcoming games that you're like hopped up oh, about yeah. i have an idea but <laughs> yeah you know uh, there's a certain game i've been interested in for like eight years eight years now 2012 so uh back in 2012 i my favorite game of all time was skyrim there was nothing i loved more than that game so when i finished that game i was playing it and replaying it and so I was wondering, what's my next game that I want to look forward to? And I came across this 
trailer for this game called Witcher 3. And it was perfect. It was everything I loved about Skyrim. And it sort of felt like an upgraded version of it. Everything negative that you feel about Skyrim, Witcher fixed it. So I was then excited about Witcher 3. And then when I was <laughs> actually just looking at gameplay trailers, I had a thought. CD Projekt Red, the developers who worked on Witcher 3, what if they work on a RPG, but set in the future, where we are not fighting with swords and magic, but we are fighting with guns and all that. And do you know what happened one week after that? <laughs> they teased Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, okay. It was one week after I thought that, and they teased Cyberpunk. And holy shit, since that day, I've been looking forward to playing this game. And this was back in 2012. Then in 2013, we got the first look at Cyberpunk. It was not gameplay or anything. It was just like a CGI trailer. But I knew that year they are going to release this game. I'm going to clear my schedule and I'm just going to play this game for like a month straight. So yeah, Cyberpunk 2077 this November. That's what I'm excited for. Yeah, that was a really long wait. I distinctly remember too when that was all happening. A lot of people were worried. They're like, oh no, oh no. But finally, finally, we have our closure. <laughs> I'm very happy about that. Like, yeah, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so something I've really wanted to, like, kind of talk to you about, and I haven't really had the chances, like, so, like, what do you think, like, your upbringing is, like, you could, you know, go into as much detail as you want, like, you know, as a kid up, or, like, you know, so how do you think you got to, like, where you are today? Oh, uh, man, where do I begin? <laughs> um, I think most of my life I've just been doing whatever I feel like doing in the moment. Uh, I don't think I really think about complicated stuff, like what am I gonna do in my life? Or am I doing this? Uh, is Am I going anywhere? So I don't really think about that much, but that doesn't mean I don't have plans. I do have like goals and I do things to reach those goals. But most of my life, I've just been sort of a live in the moment type of guy. Mm. So yeah, that's pretty much how I got here. So in terms of my translations, just to give you an example, um, when I was a kid, I used to watch this really good anime called Detective Conan. Actually, I still do. <laughs> and because it's still going on, it didn't finish. So uh, one of the episodes in that anime, it shows a murder that happens. And sort of like the trick to figuring out that murder is in the Japanese language. You need to understand Japanese in order to solve that murder. And when I saw that episode, it got me thinking, like, if I had to translate this very episode from Japanese to English, I can't do that because it's impossible. Uh, the letters, the trick uses very specific Japanese characters, and that just doesn't happen. It's one of those things that just gets lost in translation. So that, that was my beginning that got my interest into translation because I, even though it was impossible, I wanted to figure out a way around that situation. That's how I got started with translations. And I started, um, I guess you could say, um, fan translating, just things that interested me. I started translating those in my free time just to learn more, get more experience. 
but then came a time when I got bored of that. Uh, so I stopped studying Japanese completely. Not a good idea. If you are studying any language and if you leave that in middle, after one year, after two years of not using it, you're gonna suffer really a lot. You're gonna forget lots of things and you're gonna be when you're gonna be basically you're gonna have to start over from a really really starting point so that happened to me and my return to japanese was in i think 2015 when dragon ball super started again because that got my interest again in japanese and you know i wanted to translate and i didn't want to wait for subs so that got my interest back in japanese so i started my studying again then I guess when Dragon Ball Super ended, then I again lost interest. But these days, good thing, I'm back on my Japanese studies. I spend my mornings doing my revision and learning more and more. Yeah, I could uh, kind of like uh, agree with the whole, if you forget your studies and you don't study for a couple of years, you kind of like forget because uh, living in a, I guess, Hispanic household, as a kid, they were trying to teach me Spanish and stuff and then they stopped and now I'm just like, I'm completely lost. Like, I understand it for the most part, but, like, <laughs> sometimes they say full sentences to me, and I'm super confused. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I completely understand. Um, so you also used to, like, stream a lot and such. And uh, so, like, yes. what happened? Yeah, like, why'd you stop, I guess? <laughs> oh, yeah. So <laughs> I think I used to stream a lot back in 2016, 17, around that time. Um, so basically my main reason to stop streaming was my health. First I started, it started with my ear, it first started with my jaw, because I had a surgery for my jaw, I got it damaged, and I couldn't speak. So if I can't speak, then I can't stream. And uh, it took me like two months on that. After that recovery, when I fixed my jaw, I had another surgery for my ear. And if, if your ear is hurt, they told me like I had stitches, I still have like mark from that, but like I, at that time I had stitches behind my ear. So I can't put my headphones in. If I can't put my headphones in, I can't really do like stream. Like if I can even use earphones, that still hurt. Because uh, my eardrum on my left ear completely got destroyed. Um, so yeah, I couldn't do that couple of months so I had two surgeries this was back in 2017 after that my health just kept on going on decline uh, and when it was not it was something else uh, even this year I had another surgery for my I think I had two already I had two in August and one before that I had my jaw surgery again at this time to fix it permanently and thankfully it did now I don't have to go in again. So my jaw is fixed now. But my main reason for not streaming has been just my health. It's been on the decline since like 2017. And uh, it's just not my health. I still have like um, other things in life going on. Like, uh, last year my mom was really sick. So I was with my mom. So I couldn't stream even back then. Uh, I think at the end of this year I might return to streaming. If possible, I would really love to, because I remember some of the best memories I have of my YouTube or Twitch streaming on YouTube. Uh, that game, horror game called The Evil Within Two, and 
that was such an awesome experience to just stream the game and everybody in the chat interacting with everyone. I really hope I can do that again by the end of this year. But you never know. I really hope I can. Yeah. No, I definitely do too. Um, I, man, that sucks. All that like health stuff and whatnot. I hope that honestly like gets a lot better because like I knew about that, but like, yeesh. Like that just sounds like a handful to deal with. But uh, you want to come back to streaming? That's really nice to hear. I distinctly remember uh, donating to you as Kanye West at one point. <laughs> Because I was like a big meme because he followed you on Twitter. And I, I I think everybody in the chat was like, oh my gosh, is that actually Kanye West? <laughs> and I was probably that like... That was such a... Yeah, that was yeah. a really awesome time. <laughs> it was definitely one of like the funniest things to ever like happen. Yeah. But uh, regardless, so like... Do you... Like, I guess let's just kind of like shift to like, you know, anime and gaming stuff. So like, what do you think would be like a good anime for like a beginner? Beginner? I yeah, just somebody who has see... not watched anime. I usually recommend people to watch Death Note because it's it sort of tells people that it's anime is not simply for kids. Like it's animations, but it's not for kids. It's not Disney. It's not your Tom and Jerry. It sets apart anime from you know other animated series like Disney and cartoons. So I usually recommend people to watch Death Note, but I understand like it's not for everyone. Not everyone wants to watch <laughs> such a serious show about killing criminals. So if somebody wants to watch uh, an anime which is in line with what majority shonen and other series out there are, then I would recommend, I guess, Full Metal Alchemist because it's a very well-rounded anime. It's got comedy. It's got seriousness it's got uh, great characters and it's you could say it has a little bit of everything so that's the anime i usually recommend to people these two death note and full metal alchemist uh, to be clear do you mean full metal alchemist or do you mean brotherhood well <laughs> that's uh, that uh, yeah that's the thing it, it, that's uh, the debate i have with people the, when i tell them they're like okay which one do i watch full metal alchemist or brotherhood because uh, see, there's there's two types of Full Metal fans. Some hate Brotherhood, and some who hate the first one. I don't know. It's it's mostly just on preference. Personally, I prefer Brotherhood, but I watched the original first, and then I watched Brotherhood. But but I would recommend people to watch Brotherhood because I just like it more personally. Yeah, I actually recently watched it myself. That's why I was asking because I'm like. <laughs> okay, looks like I made the right oh, what choice. Did, what, what, what did you think about that then? No, I just really enjoyed it. I thought it was just like really good. Like like you said, like there are times like like I, some of the openings get stuck in my head. Um, for oh, instance, Lee, Lee yeah. has a yeah. uh, rendition of Again, and I just think it's fantastic. It is just... And mm. the music, yeah. The music yes. in Full Metal is amazing. That's something I've noticed with just anime in general. Like, if you watch the anime and then actually, like, listen to the music and you understand what the lyrics are, like, it just hits you more. Like, I really don't know how to explain it too, like, too hard, but, like, it, it hits. <laughs> I totally get what you're saying because, uh, to give you a recent example, really popular anime of this year, Demon Slayer. This, uh, there was this episode in that episode 19 which was trending on Twitter. It was everywhere. If you exist on the internet, there's no way you've not heard about Demon Slayer this year. Uh, uh, when that scene happens in episode 19, 
uh, there's a background music that plays and well if you if you look up the lyrics or if you understand japanese then you will see how that music connects with that scene and it makes it even better that lyrics are written specifically for that scene and it's amazing so if you don't know if, like if you watched the anime but you haven't heard the song or if you haven't looked up the lyrics definitely do that Oh, yeah, anime music is definitely like a very, very big thing. I mean, you look at the You Say Run meme where they just put it on top of anything. Like, oh, look, it fits. I remember when that was going on. That that, that one was insane. But, uh, yeesh. Just anime in general is just really awesome. Like, uh, for instance, Gintama. Probably one of my... No, no, it's definitely my top anime for a couple reasons. One of them a little personal. I might talk to it, talk about it eventually, but... I think right now I'm gonna keep it just kind of chill. But Gintama, dog, you and this one other guy who recommended it to me, like I cannot thank you both enough. Like it is fantastic. Like you think you think it's one thing, but then it turns into another, and you're just like, yes, please, give me more. <laughs> yeah. I also have like great memories of Gintama. Um, I actually watched it while I was traveling, and I didn't have anything else. I just had Gintama there to watch, and I I think it was during some holiday or some something uh, where I was stuck. I just couldn't go anywhere. So I just watched Gintama straight away from my cab, my home, from my cab ride, my train, to my buses, to my planes, whatever I was doing, I had Gintama with me. <laughs> that That's like, it stuck with me so bad. I want anybody to get anything out of this like speak is just watch Gintama. I actually have like <laughs> the, like I have like a sticker on my PS4 of uh, the Gintama crew. <laughs> I guess let's go to gaming. What, like, what's the first game that you remember playing? Very like, first game I remember playing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can you guess? Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. I'm gonna say Mario. That's my guess. Uh, Super Mario. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Like, I'm gonna say Mario. Yeah. That has to be it. Yeah. 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 It was. Uh, so basically, I was, I guess. Maybe, a little, maybe even younger, five or six years old. So now my dad got this in Nintendo system, and my first memory uh, of playing Mario was just him sitting next to me and explaining to me uh, that this is Mario and the second player is uh, Green Mario. Green Mario. <laughs> he didn't say. He didn't say that, but like, <laughs> second second player is Green Mario. Yeah, that that was my first game. That's my first memory of. Uh, video game ever. Yeah, it sounds pretty similar to me. Um, like I, I, I'm pretty sure. I, actually, wait a minute. Okay, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna sound kind of weird. How old are you? <laughs> I am well, 25. Okay. I will be 25 next month. Okay, okay. I thought so. I thought so. I thought you were older than me. Okay, because I'm younger than you. And uh, no, yeah, I'm about to say, like, it was definitely like, because I grew up with like Super Nintendo, a bunch of retro games, and retro gaming is definitely like something that I like a lot. So anytime there's like a game that comes out, it's mostly, most of the time it's an indie game where it's like kind of retro like, oh my gosh. So yeah, definitely Mario was there for me as well. Uh, but like, yeah. so Cyberpunk isn't out yet. So yeah. what's your favorite game at the moment? Probably Witcher, right? <laughs> yeah, The Witcher 3. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's, it's been my favorite game since 2016. Now, funny story. Richard came out in 2015. When I played it, when I finished the main story, Skyrim was still my 
favorite game of all time since 2011 uh, four years four years skyrim was number one nothing could beat that and uh which has started releasing its dlcs and i finished the final dlc they had for witcher i just sat down i right now i'm uh, sitting in my chair in the exact same spot i was sitting there when i finished witcher 3. i just stopped put down the controller i said man now this is my f favorite game of all time skyrim is now number two because that ending once that ending hits and it's perfect i can't imagine this series ending better in any way so after that after i finished the game i started getting interested in witcher universe even more so i started reading the books now clear thing about me first thing about me i have never read books in my life the only book before witcher i read was death note that for those who don't know death note has actually has a novel it's called los angeles bb murder cases and it's about naomi misura a character from you might have seen her in the anime uh rape amber's wife they actually met her way before kira Kings. they mention it in the anime briefly but it's a really great story naomi misura is the person who actually told l to learn a type of martial arts i forgot the exact name for it but a type of martial arts so you see there is a scene in death note where l kicks light in the face when they are both handcuffed do you remember that scene yeah 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 uh when they're fighting uh i think it's in the second hour when they are both handcuffed so that when he uh, when l kicks him in the face that kick is actually something he learns on a recommendation from naomi misura and all of this in is in the novel so when i read this novel this was the very first novel i ever read apart from that i couldn't finish any other book ever in my life i would every time i would try i would read a couple of pages and i would just fall asleep i just couldn't but then i started reading witcher books and i finished all seven of them <laughs> so that's how crazy i am for witcher yeah, yeah. I know Witcher 3 was a lot of people's, like, first Witcher game. Do you think that's, like, blasphemous? Or do you think that's, like, alright, just based upon the story? Just out of curiosity. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, I think I understand that. Like, I don't mind that because Witcher 1 came out, like, now it's been 15 years. Over 15 years. And it doesn't really, like, it didn't age well. <laughs> because they made a RPG which was, which was great for its time. It wasn't bad. But now, if you try to go back and play it, you are definitely gonna feel like, yeah, okay, this doesn't, this doesn't feel good. Witcher two still holds up; it's not that bad. Uh, Witcher three is well, it's getting a um, next gen upgrade, so it's, it's still fairly new. But like, um, so story wise, do you think you're missing anything like too too crazy, too important? Oh, uh, what about that? A lot, <laughs> quite a lot. So, Witcher 1 game actually starts at the point where the final book ends. So, you have seven books of story, then you have mm. the first game, then you have the second game, and then you have Witcher 3. Witcher 3 is like the finale to the entire franchise. Uh, lots of people, like when I uh, talk about Witcher on Twitter, I see lots of people say that Witcher 3 is overrated. 
because many people call it the best game of the decade i call it the best game of the decade mm-hmm. and people call say that the game is overrated and i ha- disagree i disagree a lot simple for a simple reason i think it's actually underrated because most people who play witcher they play witcher 3 just witcher 3 feel if you played if you watched let's say avengers infinity war and you didn't watch any movie before that if you were to rate just avengers infinity war i don't think you're gonna rate it really good because you are missing 10 years of story before infinity war right that's that's the case with witcher 3 most people just play witcher 3 they just don't even like read the summary of the stuff that happened before if you do trust me the payoff like if you read the books if you may you don't even need to play witcher 1 or 2 you can simply read like a summary of what happened and then if you play witcher 3 the payoff is so good it's like i can't express it in words i really hope like uh, when netflix covers later parts of the story they really do it justice because they really had they just have this thing on a silver platter ready for them they just have to adapt it exactly as it's written in the book and it will be great this is very different from like the game of thrones situation game of thrones everybody loved until you know final season happened but uh for in, in the case of witcher that can't happen because the finale is already written i've read it and i'm telling you it's really great yeah, see, now, see, this is good information, because, to be honest, I had no idea that the books were before even the first game. So, like, this is, like, knowledge. Knowledge. Like, I, I feel like a lot of the, uh, like, I guess, hate and whatnot, it's just based upon just, like, not knowing stuff like that. You know, just the little things. Like, a lot of people don't like to do research on their games, and it's like, oh, I'm just gonna play this. So, like, knowing all that, that definitely, like, changes my perspective a little bit, because everybody says... You could just play Witcher 3. So, like, hearing it from you really puts into perspective. Yeah, you should definitely look up what's happening beforehand or just at least play, read the books if you have the time, you know, stuff like that. So that's actually really good to do. I, I appreciate that, like, a lot. <laughs> uh, it, it, like, just to uh, give you a little bit perspective of what you're missing, if you've seen the Netflix Witcher show, the city they have in the show, she's, like, 17 years old, right? Okay. You could say like maybe sixteen. The books, when the story starts, Siri is actually thirteen years old, or maybe even twelve. Twelve or thirteen before. years old. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, in the show they basically like changed a lot of things. Oh, they changed stuff. The okay, book. Gotcha. Yeah. They. Uh, if you are comparing the books to the Netflix series, it's like com- two completely different things. They took the characters, they took the you know, bits of stories, but. Things are, are just completely different. The entire arc with Siri in the Netflix Witcher series, that doesn't exist in the books. There's no such thing. Uh, and the books are so deep. Each character is explored a lot. And each character is so much better as compared to the show. To give you an example, the final line that happens in Netflix series, Siri meets Geralt and she asks him, uh, who is Yennefer? That's the final scene in the Netflix series. This exact scene in the books, she actually has like an entire paragraph of lines. She expresses her thoughts, everything she went through, and 
uh, they simply removed that entire paragraph and then turned it into one line that's Poe's Yennefer. It loses the entire meaning of the entire story because uh, the last episode was titled Something More. And nobody who just watches the Netflix series will understand what that means. In the books, they actually explore that. That has a lot more meaning than anyone would realize. And uh, in the books, Siri starts off at the age of 12. And in Witcher 3, Siri is actually like 22 or 25. I think 25. Something along that line. So yeah, that, that that's the amount of story that you are missing. From her 12 years of age to 20 at least. So like 8 years. That's quite a lot if you're just going to Witcher 3. Yeah, I just saw in the books are like 300, 400 pages and whatnot. So like I could definitely see them going way more in depth. I mean, usually books do that regardless. So that's actually like, I love that. That's so cool. <laughs> I'm getting excited now. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah, if you are planning on getting into Witcher series, definitely read the book. Definitely. Because, oh man, I, I can't just... put it in words. But so good. So I literally have like posters on my wall right now in front of me and it's all witcher stuff <laughs> mm -hmm. reminds me of halo like for me like uh i really loved halo as a kid and whatnot and i started reading some of the books and i'm like oh wow yeah woo. not Ooh. now now halo's kind of uh but I, did, I didn't know halo had books oh they have a bunch of books trust me they <laughs> not a, like they're really good like I, I enjoy some of them a lot some of them aren't like it's kind of like star wars in a sense where some of them aren't like i guess i guess they're like different canon but some of the books are actually like taking place in the like the game story. Like a lot of it's like before, after. Like right now, I believe like Infinite is going to like I guess coincide with the book that's coming out like right before the game shows up. So it's like oh. yeah, yeah, they're doing a bunch of stuff. Like for instance, for Halo Five, it was really annoying because like a lot of people didn't read the book, and uh, mm -hmm. a lot of the story with Halo Five. Like, this is the reason why Halo Five had a lot of complaints, like four and five and whatnot. Because you had to read the books to understand the story. Like, they didn't just go from three, four, to five. They they were like three, book, four, book, five, book. It just it didn't uh, make any sense. Yeah. Oh, man. This like, is it, like, like a similar situation to, you know, Witcher. Because they both share the same story. Books, yeah. games. Books and games. So, but like, it to get the fully... Hmm? The thing is, you're saying it happened beforehand, though. Like, like the books were already done. Yeah, the books but like the uh, story, so yeah, but like both the franchises, they share their stories. Like there's books and True. there's games. You if you if you're looking for the full experience, you need to do both. You can't just play the games and just call it a day. But That's I guess true. you can. Right? You can, but like you're not gonna get the full experience out of it. Yeah, I just feel like it'd be a lot easier to do with Witcher, because like you just like you just read those books and then you're like, all right, I caught up. Time to play Witcher one. Whereas with Halo, like it's just a jumbled mess and you're just confused on like when to read this when to read that you know like there's no like cohe there's no cohesive story like you're just gonna be confused <laughs> like that's the point i'm trying to make like i feel like with witcher you wouldn't be as confused you'd be like okay just read the book halo it's not gonna like that be like that whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> no man like i said uh i want this to be like 30 to 45 minutes so i have like maybe like one or two more questions for you and then uh i guess i could kind of let you go i just want to know like uh so do you have any like tips for like succeeding and what you're doing like any content creation tips or do you think it's just like luck 
no, I, I, uh, I think it's luck, but don't get me wrong. Um, first of all, I think what the most important thing about uh, succeeding on YouTube or Twitch, whatever, is consistency. If you're not consistent, nothing's gonna happen. Second of all, you need some sort of base content to build. If you have a channel, start. Don't don't worry about views. Just start focusing on quality content. Then luck comes third. You need luck to bring people in. You need to depend on maybe let's say a viral video, and that's luck. Sometimes it's not luck because sometimes people plan ahead and they 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 specifically plan when to release a certain video for it to blow up and it works but you you need to depend on luck for viral videos to some point but the thing is if luck is the only thing you depend on that's not gonna work because even if one of your video goes viral then what what are you gonna do next like like people are not just gonna su subscribe to a channel just because your one video went viral if one of your video goes viral and they check your channel and you already have that base content like quality content on your channel related to that you know uh, viral video then they're going to subscribe so i think it's really important to first be consistent second consistently form some sort of base content try, try to make like a series on your channel uh, one thing like I'm trying to do, was trying to do, <laughs> when yeah. I was trying to be consistent, was uh, make a series where I compare manga and anime of certain series. Like compare, uh, read the ma I read the manga and I watch the anime for most of the series that I love, such as Demon Slayer, Doctor Stone, uh, Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> so uh, it's really fun to compare the two and see the differences. So I thought, okay, why not just make a series out of it? So I would make a video similar to that. Then when it comes to gaming, you need to make, you need to understand that you need to make a certain type of content that suits your personality. Don't try to be someone else because even if it can get you some views in the short run, it's not going to last. Just try to be yourself, bring some originality and individuality in your content. Form, once that base content is formed, then it's just, you know, consistently making videos and then depending on viral videos to bring more views and bring more subscribers that's that's how i think yeah that sounds about right understandable especially with the way youtube works like you definitely need that consistently that uh, consistency but if you don't have the quality there obviously people just be like oh you're just putting out videos with no thought and whatnot so I, I i guess i see what you're saying but uh no that's good i just I'm not really necessarily asking for me. I just want to see, you know, maybe if somebody else is trying to get up and come and you know how it be. Uh, I know. I understand. Like, it's like, I, I'm i not like an expert, but like, I think it's good yeah. to hear different opinions. Exactly. Uh, you can like, even if you uh, learn a little bit from some, me, a little bit from someone else, you can form your own opinions and maybe you can come up with your own solution for how to, you know, <laughs> approach YouTube. Now, speaking of question for me, this is a question for me. <laughs> Do you still play fighters? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> because... You know, uh, when, I, when I play fighters, I just stop playing ranked because it takes forever to find a match. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> the only time I play fighters is when it's with friends. Otherwise, it's just unplayable. 
Okay, okay. Because remember the last time I was really bad and he, and he, and he kicked me in. <laughs> but uh, I definitely got better, so I, I'm just saying. We got to get back into that yeah. at some point. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think enough time has really passed. So, Ken, is there anything you really want to, like, shout out, you know, before I, uh, you know, let you go? Uh, not really, but I would say just look after yourself, man. It's been a crazy year. And I think it's it, it, during this time, many people are not feeling good. They are stuck. Maybe they have more responsibilities than others. They're stuck at home. Maybe school. They're doing their schoolwork from home. Everything is a mess. It can be, you know, really easy to lose your mind during these times. So just, I just want to say just relax, calm down, give yourselves time, give yourselves, be kind to yourself and, you know, don't, don't punish yourself for just, uh, something that nobody could have any control over, such as this pandemic. That's it. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. I'm, you know, I'm right with you on that one because... Man, things are tough. Things are tough. But yeah, no, that's nice. I appreciate that. That's really nice to hear. Okay, Ken. With that, I guess that's time to leave the clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. No problem. <laughs> I just added some clap that, sound effects. <laughs> that was really fun. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs>